Welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. So glad you could join us. Let's continue with Gerald's horrendous hemorrhoid issue and listen to Roid Stage 3. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> At precisely 2.03 in the morning, Gerald was startled awake by high-pitched shrieking. Listening, he could hear it coming from the closet. Jumping out of bed, he opened the closet doors and pulled the light cord. What he saw shook him to his core. The stem was attached to a mouse head. Anything that couldn't get sucked out stayed behind. The mouse's skin shriveled with each pulsating peristalsis. When it was done, the stem let go of the mouse. Gerald could then hear purring. He turned and expected to see hard drive beside him. When he turned, though, he could see that the bedroom door was closed. Then he realized that the sound was coming from the front of him. It was the creature. The mouse somehow was able to enter the closet chewed a hole in the box, and once in, was attacked by the creature, which was now the size of a hamster, which meant its appetite had grown also. Gerald put the creature in a new box and closed the closet door. Going back to the pet store, Gerald bought most of the mice he could, increasing the feeding amount every couple of days. Two mice, then three, a rat, then a combo of mice and rat, then just rat. Gerald didn't know when it was going to end, if ever, or what would come next. Going back to work was definitely worse than before. Gerald sometimes might have been bored, but now he has to suffer the hunger pangs and pain, trying not to let any of his co-workers know that something is wrong. He realized that when he eats, the feeling of fullness lasts for a while, but then wears off. The fullness feeling temporarily stops him from feeling the creature's hunger, but the creature cannot feel his fullness to satisfy it. One day, while Gerald was at work, sitting at his computer desk, he started feeling something between his butt cheeks. He had the feeling before on very hot days when he would start to sweat and it trickles down your back, then between your butt cheeks. However, it wasn't hot outside and the building he worked in is air-conditioned. Moving on his chair from side to side, there definitely was something going on. Going to the restroom and sitting on the toilet, he grabbed some toilet paper and wiped. The paper was covered in blood. Looking between his legs, blood was starting to drip into the toilet. Something was horribly wrong. Ripping off a substantial amount of paper, he placed it between his cheeks and in his underwear. He had to get home. By the time he got home, blood had soaked through the back of his pants. Opening the door, he could hear hard drive hissing and making sounds cats do when they are in fighting mode. Going into the kitchen, hard drive was on the counter and the creature was moving on the floor, following hard drives, every movement. The creature was bleeding, 
and there was a trail from where hard drive's bed is into the kitchen. Gerald could only surmise that the creature got out of the closet somehow, approached hard drive to suck on him, but hard drive swiped at it to protect himself and nicked the creature with its claws. Gerald picked up hard drive and put him in the bedroom. More blood was soaking through the back of his pants, and the creature was bleeding also. Not knowing what to do, Gerald found a box of bandages and put one on where the creature was punctured. Going to the bathroom and removing his blood-soaked pants and toilet paper between his cheeks, he sat down. Wiping again and looking, the bandage must have stopped the bleeding for both of them. Flushing and washing his hands, Gerald placed the creature that was now the size of a guinea pig in hard drive's carrier. Something had to be done because he didn't want the excruciating pain anymore around his anus. And now finding out if the creature bleeds, so does he. And feeding it was, well, not helping. And the creature was still growing. Gerald started doing his own research to find out what could be done. He learned that hemorrhoids are swollen, enlarged veins that form in and around your anus and rectum, also known as piles. They can be painful, uncomfortable, and cause bleeding. They affect approximately 1 in 20 people of all ages, sexes, races, but more commonly, as you age, you have a better chance of getting one. When Gerald read the risks of who might get them, he wasn't surprised. He knows that he is overweight, doesn't eat much fiber or drink water, or even have a healthy diet. Takeout is his main food source. He does get constipated and strains when he is trying to go number two. Also, his are prolapsed, meaning the roid stretched and bulged out of his large intestine. He also learned why cat food and grasshoppers did not satisfy it. Blood. That is what it needs. The roid is filled with blood. And anything in your blood, drugs, hormones, DNA, and so on, is also present. Researching further, he read the blood supply has to be cut off from it for it to disappear and heal. Now, he just has to figure out how to do that in order to, in this case, kill the creature. Calling his doctor, Gerald demanded to see him immediately due to an Doctor's emergency office, he was having. How may I help you? Getting in later that afternoon, his doctor asked what the emergency was. Gerald started asking what kind of procedures there are to get rid of hemorrhoids. His doctor was curious as to why he wanted that kind of information, since he didn't have one last time he was examined. Gerald continued that he was doing research to make sure he doesn't get one again and read that there were procedures that could be done. His doctor went through the different ones, and the question that Gerald asked was, which one was the most efficient? His doctor replied it depended on the size, then asked what was going on, and why was he asking those specific questions 
when Gerald had told the medical assistant it was an emergency. Looking at him, Gerald started telling him the story that started the day before his procedure on the hemorrhoid. He told him about the blood trail off the bed and how it led him to what he found in the closet, about feeding it, what he tried to feed it, and what it actually feeds on, how it's grown to the size of a large rabbit, very large. Now he needs to know the procedures that can kill it. His doctor looked at the floor, then looked at him and asked why he just doesn't use a knife and stab it. Gerald went on to tell him what happened the day before when Hard Drive swiped at it with his paw, protecting himself. It bleeds, I bleed. His doctor bit his lip and looked into Gerald's eyes. The doctor and Gerald have a great relationship. They've had interesting talks about love, life, and work. He knows that Gerald doesn't tell him the truth when asked questions, but wishes he would. He tries to motivate Gerald to change certain behaviors like eating healthier instead of fast food all the time. During these talks, he noticed Gerald's eyes changed when he was telling the truth. But when the doctor, say, asks him about water intake, when he sees Gerald's eyes, he knows he's not telling the truth. Right now, those eyes said he's telling the truth. The doctor said he could do a house call, but not until after his office was closed. Gerald said that would be great. Leaving in somewhat of a hurry to get back home, he said to the doctor, See you later. His doctor nodded. He was going, just in the case Gerald was having some sort of hallucinations or something else, psychologically speaking.